Well, hello. Welcome to the Venice and Friends podcast. I am looking forward to our conversation today. I'm going to talk about a topic that I think we all know about. There's lots of knowledge about, information about. It's not anything new per se. And I invite you today to listen with an intention to see something new, to hear something new, and to discover something new about gratitude. So, you know, I've worked with with women over, gosh, years, but specifically on the online space for five years, right? And one of the conversations that we have is about gratitude. And, you know, when we do gratitude work, you know, we, of course, sometimes gratitude work can look um, different, right? Depending on what the practice is for gratitude. And it's really common for, you know, when I work with women, they're like, oh, I made my list, you know, of things I'm grateful for. And it's, you know, it's I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for my children. I'm grateful for my job. You know, and kind of, I, I call it the gratitude list of things I'm grateful for. And that's wonderful. It's great. And I think that we can miss something when we approach gratitude like I'm going to call it like in our routine mode or in a checklist mode or in, oh, this is what I do. I think that there can be a pitfall in really, number one, working with our brain to actually maximize the practice of gratitude. And number two, experiencing the power of gratitude. There is a powerful component to gratitude and what it, what it creates in our body in terms of when we are fully aware of what it is that we value and what we have in our lives. So... I invite you today to listen to this conversation with a curiosity about what can you discover newly for yourself in this topic of gratitude, okay? I promise you, if you listen to discover something new, you will actually see something new for yourself and it could really potentially make a huge difference for you. Okay, so with that, I'm going to continue the conversation. So I I started when, you know, of course, just a few moments ago on the podcast about sometimes gratitude can be a checklist. I'm grateful for my dog. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for my life. I really invite you as you approach gratitude to avoid having it just be a routine, one of the things that we 
that happens as human beings is our brain is designed to take us into a routine. Um, so when we talk about just things we do all the time, it's like we can do it and just in the mundaneness of this is what we do and miss out on being present, being aware of really what it is that we are grateful for in the moment. And when, so it's like, okay, well, what are you talking about, Venice? Well, I'm going to literally get to my next point, which is when we talk about gratitude and how to really maximize the practice of gratitude, it boils down to two things. The first thing is, and it's like two intentional practices, okay? The first is gratitude is maximized by being aware, shifting our attention in the moment to what we have now. So what's, I want you to just take a moment and I want you to think on and put your attention on what's something you have right now in your life that you value, that you appreciate, that you that you're like, man, I have this. So what is that for you? For me, right now in the moment, I'm, I value my husband. We had a conversation today. It was actually like a two and a half hour conversation. And it was around money. And, you know, we are really diligent about how we manage our money. And you know, from time to time, we'll just have these like really extended conversations, kind of looking further ahead over the next, you know, two or three months. And what are we going to do in terms of just financial things, right? With our business, especially. And it was such a, like a, a beautiful conversation where my experience was like, we were two partners, like, just kind of bouncing ideas and 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 looking for how we were going to do things and and how are we going to like manage Christmas and we're both traveling we're going to be gone most of the month of December and how are we going to do Christmas presents and just kind of the the details of things that involve spending money right and I'm so like my attention right now as I'm literally recording this conversation is that having that level of dialogue with my husband is beautiful because a year ago we would have argued the entire time. The conversation would have been five or 10 minutes because we would have disagreed on probably everything we talked about and the whole conversation would have been shut down. The fact that I'm able to have a conversation that long with my husband about money is a miracle. And there was no arguing. (laughs) It's like, 
wow, I appreciate that. I'm just like eternally like, thank God that I have that in like that now in my marriage. And it's like allowing yourself in the moment to be aware and to practice experiencing what it is that you're thinking on. Like appreciate the gratitude for my journey with my husband. To appreciate the level of partnership that we were demonstrating one with another. To to appreciate how we could disagree with some things and it didn't get to a point where we couldn't continue a conversation. We just agreed to disagree and we just kept the conversation or we, we met in the middle and we found a way to meet in the middle. Like, wow. Like, thank God. So gratitude as a powerful transformative practice is not a checklist. It's in the moment, stopping and shifting your attention to what it is that you have right now and what it is that you value. And if you and I make it into a checklist of like, I'm thankful for this, I'm thankful for that, I'm thankful for that, we miss the opportunity. And here, here's the opportunity is when we shift our attention to what it is that we're grateful for, what it is that we value, what we have, and we allow ourselves to kind of feel that and experience it in the moment, something happens in our brain. Our brain is designed to secrete hormones, like they're called neurotransmitters or chemicals, actually, they're not hormones. Sorry, I misspoke. And these, I keep saying hormones, but these chemicals, neurotransmitters, they, they, they give us the experience of feeling like everything's going to be okay. Like we have the experience of like, all is well. And what happens also when that, because there's like oxytocin, there is serotonin, there's dopamine. Those are kind of the happy chemicals in the brain, okay? When you and I have our attention on what it is that we have now and what we value and the more we can experience it, the brain secretes these chemicals and we feel feel like <sighs> it's okay everything inside like internally and who we are is okay and something else happens specifically those chemicals trigger another chemical which is dopamine and dopamine when this neurotransmitter is released in the brain, it literally creates us feeling optimistic about the future. So, and who knows what that could open up for you? 
and me. I will tell you, you know, one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about neuroscience and the brain is because there's like these practices I learned through my personal development journey like a long time ago. And I learned like what I'm sharing with you right now, but I didn't understand what was happening in my brain. But I know that like there have been many, many times where I will take brief moments to just pause in my day and I will put my attention on what I have. I will put my attention on what, how far I've come. I will put my attention on the miracle of my life and how, like, just what's happened in my life. And I feel, and I've practiced it for like a few years, right? And the only thing I can say and describe it is like, I feel full inside, but full of like, I call it gratitude, but like full of appreciation. And what I learned like much later after I just started doing this practice is that what was happening was my brain was secreting these neurotransmitters that helped me feel like all is well. But I didn't know what was happening inside my brain. I was just doing this. <laughs> as a practice but here's the other thing time and time and time again like I'm I'm so passionate because I'm speaking from what I've experienced I'm not speaking from what I learned in a book the the knowledge of what was happening in in my brain and in your brain happened after I'd already been practicing this okay so it makes me even more excited but time and time and time again when I, as I practiced, just as I, I wasn't even practicing, I was just like, just taking moments throughout my day to just like be present and put my attention on what I have and what I value and how far I've come. And invariably what happens is I'm hopeful for the future. And for me, it's like, I'm even more motivated to be in action in my life. And a lot of times people ask me, how is it that you're so tenacious and you're so like, I'm always charting the future. I'm a trailblazer. I am such a pioneer in my life, right? That's, this is my, this is like part of my secret sauce. This is what I do. I live gratitude moments throughout the day. And I invite you to practice this. It's such a powerful practice, but like what I've discovered and I've, I've observed with people, like I observe people is if you just evolve gratitude into a checklist, like a routine, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my, my husband. I'm grateful for my children. I'm grateful for, if you do that, you're not, you're missing the opportunity. It's, I I have this expression I've used many times. It's allow your head and your heart to connect in the moment, in the present moment. It's like practice feeling what it is that you're in the present moment, shifting your attention to what you have now. You can't preconceive it, like have your checklist. It, it To have it really be powerful. It's going to gratitude, not knowing what you're going to be grateful for. 
it's like, let me practice stopping for a moment and shifting my attention in the present moment. What is something I'm grateful for? Like right now, even as I'm practicing, like I'm literally doing this as I'm sharing this with you. In this present moment now, I value my mother. Like you guys, you have no idea about my mom. I mean, my mom is amazing. And I don't, my mom suffered over my life. And when I say that, I mean, she, she suffered in prayer. I was a hard nut. I was like, screw you, the church, God, I don't care about any of that. I mean, I was like, I had a thing about Christian people. I was like, disgusted because I saw such hypocrisy and I saw so so much judgmentalism and I saw so much self-righteousness in the church. It was, I was disgusted by it. And I left the church when I was like 21. I was like, if that is God, I don't want to have anything to do with it. And I was perfectly, I wasn't afraid. I was like, look, I am doing me because that is not what I want to be I do not want to be like any of those people. And my mother took a stand for my life. And she prayed and stood in the gap for me for like 13 years. And I was a hot mess. I was a hot mess. And I'm sure it looked like, oh, she's going totally in the wrong direction. And my mother, she suffered in prayer. She stood even when I was a little witch to her. I was horrible with my mother. I mistreated her. I was just like rude to her. I was like just horrible attitudinal. And my mother just really loves me. And I appreciate my mom. And like, that she never gave up on me. My mother never, ever gave up on me. And I'm just like, <sighs> that she never gave up. You know, there's this, um, there was this time when I was in my 20s, I was in college and I went out boat, uh, tubing on the Guadalupe River with my friends from school. And um, I was drinking and I drank so much and it was hot and I was dehydrated. And I remember I was like the last person in the line because, you know, when you go tubing, you're all kind of connected, your tubes. And I passed out because I was so drunk and dehydrated and I almost drowned and died. And I was in the ER and the doctor was like, it, it's a miracle you're alive. Like you almost drowned. And I was just like, what? You know, and I, I get, of course, I was not going to call my mother. Okay. There was no way I was going to call my mom. Because my mom was not a, po- a, pro- a proponent of drinking, period, right? So I go, I go home. At this time, I'm, I'm a single mom living with my parents while I'm going to college, right? My children were with their father because that's when I had all my fun was on the weekends when when the boys were with their dad, right? I get home and my mom is like, what happened to you? Or I actually know it was before I go home, I called her. And I think I was like, I'm on my way home or something. And she asked me, what happened to you? And I was like, 
nothing. I wasn't going to tell her. I was in the hospital, in the ER, almost died, right? And she said, what happened to you, Venice? And I was like, what do you mean? And she said, I had a dream about you that you drowned. I nearly, like, I was like, what? Like, I was freaking out. I was like, oh, my God. And my mom was like, I woke up and I started praying for you. I mean, I that is my mother. And I appreciate who she's been in my life, an unwavering stand to stand in the gap for my life. And literally, like why I'm here sharing and like that I'm even here has to do with my mother's prayers. It's she was the one who said, this girl is a mess and she looks like she's going in the wrong direction, but I'm going to stand for her. And I don't care how she looks. I don't care how wayward she is. She will come back and she will serve the Lord and she will fulfill her purpose. Dang. I invite you to practice taking moments throughout your day to stop and shift your attention on what you have. Shift your attention on what you value. It could be a person. Like I value my mother. It could be a pet. It could be how far you've come in your life. Do you know that if you do that for 10 seconds minimum, that is enough time. 10 seconds is not a long time, okay? Your brain will release these happy chemicals and you will begin to see a difference in how you feel. Gratitude as a practice has been shown to help immunity. It's been shown, it has multiple impacts, positive impacts on our lives. And I think this conversation that I'm having is an access to really experience the maximum benefits of the practice of gratitude. So I challenge you today, 10 seconds, a few times a day to stop and shift your focus on what you have now, what you value, who you value, how far you've come, and practice allowing yourself to experience it. Sometimes it takes a little time. You don't have to though. Like even if you don't like all feel like warm and fuzzy inside, just you're shifting your attention is enough to send like happy chemicals throughout your body. But to get the maximum value, which is that dopamine trigger, really it's like practice experiencing in the moment. And notice when you come to it, just like, oh, I'm doing my gratitude thing. We all do it. It's just part of being human that we make things into a routine and then we miss out on the opportunity and the full benefits that the practice has. So I challenge you to have this to, to practice and let me know how it goes. I always put my email on the my episode notes, but I'd love to hear what did you discover out of this conversation or out of practice, practicing the power of gratitude.
I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, bye. Thank you.